Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Shirley Academy podcast. You have entered into episode one of our season on healthcare leadership. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the podcast, the thought behind it, why we started it, and what you can expect from the upcoming sessions, as well as who would benefit from the podcast. So the thought behind the podcast was that we needed relevant and insightful information for healthcare leaders that could quickly grasp resources in a very quick way because of the constant transition with healthcare. Whether it's change and transition with insurance regulation, whether it's change with electronic health record, whether it's quality measure standard reporting or change in pre-authorization or requirements, it doesn't matter. It's constantly, constantly evolving. If we think about 2015 and ICD-9 and the transition to over ICD-10, now we're going full speed ahead into ICD-11. So the transition and the change with healthcare has been tremendous. It's almost difficult to keep up with the constant trends that continually evolve. Because of this, I really wanted to supply resources to the healthcare professional where you could gain information in an atmosphere that could facilitate your multitasking responsibilities and wouldn't pull you away too much from what you had to do. So this podcast was done because of that. The podcast will be each Monday available and download after 3 p.m., available on the Anchor app, and it'll be anywhere from 20 to 25 minutes. We will be covering, starting out, healthcare leadership. We'll be covering that over the next four weeks, and then we will move on to additional topics. I could kind of hear somebody saying, well, what about the topics that I may want to discuss? I want billing. I want coding. I want physician-related items, I want clinical documentation, hold tight, no problem. We are going to go over ICD-10. We're going to touch on some topics of 2020 changes for the healthcare field. We're going to delve into MACRA and MIPS and IPA, Independent Physician Association, what that means, what it is. We're going to talk about ACOs and how that impacts the medical practice. So we're going to get into quite a bit of topics, but to start out, healthcare leadership will be our first topic that we'll cover. We're going to delve into that and we're going to go over it for, again, a period of four weeks. We're going to touch it in a very insightful way not your average way that you may think of all oh, healthcare leadership we're going to go over a bunch of management related stuff a bunch of things of what to do what not to do um, it's going to be going over in a way that'll be very fresh and insightful we're going to glean from two marvel characters whether you're a marvel fan or not we can glean something in healthcare leadership from these two characters loki and thor so you don't want to miss next week you don't want to miss it you you don't want to miss this series. You may feel as if, uh, I don't need healthcare leadership. I'm telling you, you will definitely gain from this information. So I encourage you to download the Anchor app. I encourage you to download the podcast. And as an added resource for the healthcare professional, I would like to hear your questions or comments. 
uh, surrounding healthcare leadership. I'd like you to send in questions and comments regarding healthcare leadership. And at the next podcast, we will start off the podcast with addressing those questions and those comments. This is a shared experience and I love collaboration. I would love to hear from you. I would like to hear your pain points. I would like to hear your comments. What really is on your heart as we take this journey together in the healthcare field? As healthcare professionals, we understand also too that things can change. Not only does it transition, but things change sometimes in an instant. You know, if you think about it, you know, the insurance company just sends out a bulletin and says, you know what, now here's a new guideline, here's a new regulation, and now it's something that you have to adjust to. So when you think about it, you think, how can I, you know, kind of deal with all these sudden changes and sudden movements that of information. I mean, there's the options, of course, of going scrolling through the CMS website, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or there's the options of going on the insurance company website, or maybe even possibly you have a tool, coding tool that you use, and the NCCI edits, or whatever avenue that you use to be able to get your resources. Well, a podcast is a great way to gain the information quickly, listen to it, absorb it, 20, 25 minutes, and then you can continue on with your day and you don't have to go out. You don't have to look at a webinar. And this is really a useful tool to gain current information. So again, I invite you to join us each week as we delve into different healthcare topics and go into different areas. I, I really want to let you know that no area of healthcare leadership is left out. No area of healthcare management, of healthcare operations is left out in this podcast. This will help the physician, the nurse, front office staff, back office staff. It will help the person responsible for the finances. It will help the person responsible for compliance and quality auditing, those that are responsible for HIPAA. It will help in so many different ways. So I encourage you to invite those that you know that are in the healthcare field, those that may even be new to the healthcare field and they're opening a practice or they're just new and they've newly graduated. Maybe they're a physician's assistant, nurse practitioner, maybe they're a physician and they just got their medical certification. Whoever it is in whatever area they find themselves in and whatever stage in healthcare leadership or healthcare management or administration, they any part of patient care, they will greatly benefit from getting the information in this podcast. So again, I welcome you. I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to hear your feedback and your comments and your questions that you have in this series. And um, while we have a few minutes, I want to tell you a little bit about Shirley Academy. Shirley Academy is an online school. We help individuals get certified for their CCSP as well as their CPC. And we also have teaching and training in in the area of healthcare leadership, as well as topical teaching on CPT and ICD-10. So whatever your need may be um, in the healthcare field, Shirley Academy can help to enhance or help to train or help to educate 
those in your office, whether it is small, mid-sized, large clinic, outpatient facility, we can help to train, teach, and advance your practice and your leadership. So I just want to say thank you. I appreciate the time that you've spent on the podcast. And I look forward to next week. And don't forget, next week, you don't want to miss it. Okay, let's see what happens. For more information on Shirley Academy or Patricia, please follow her on Instagram at Shirley Academy 360 and on Twitter at Shirley underscore Academy. We're going to talk about three key leadership principles that we can glean from Thor, the Marvel character. We see that Thor is a protector and that's really a key thing for a healthcare leader. So point number one. Thor as the leader protector. He was the ultimate protector. It didn't matter what environment he was in. It didn't matter what atmosphere he was in. He stayed true to who he was and he protected those that he really had a vested interest in. So we see him protecting the Hulk. We see him protecting Loki who had aliens come against him. We see him protecting Valkyrie when Hela went on a rampage. I mean, he came against someone that is known as the God of Death. And she had so much power. And she would just wield her power fiercely. But just as fierce as she was with her power, Thor was equally as fierce with his protective nature. So he was looking to protect. He was looking to guard. He was looking to help. My, doesn't that sound like the kind of leader that you want? Don't you want a leader that protects you, that covers you, that guards you, that kind of doesn't put you out there, but kind of covers you and doesn't expose you, but covers you? You really have a lot of respect for a healthcare leader who can work in these challenging, demanding environments of outpatient care, urgent care centers, ambulatory surgery centers, and all different types of settings that are intense pressure with the demand of electronic health record, with the demand of quality measures being met and electronic health, constant changes, insurance regulations, to have a leader that truly protects and guards is really something that's kind of extra special in this environment. So we want to look at this and we want to take this leader protector, we want to look at it in a healthcare setting and we want to say, what can we get and adopt from these principles? So as you think about a healthcare environment and one thought comes to my mind, the thought of So as I meditate on this, I think about a healthcare environment where you maybe have a staff at a front office setting and there's a mistake that happens. 
let's say it's a financial mistake, something that really um, plays a role in the financial part. We understand that there's small mistakes where there's maybe just an eligibility issue or something was entered incorrectly or even something was done in an incorrect way that caused the delay. But when something has a financial impact, normally it's very sensitive to the organization, especially the healthcare arena where there is constant, constant cuts. So what happens is, um, what we see a lot is that we see that someone makes a mistake. They make a mistake, they do something incorrectly, and let's say it goes on for a little bit of time, it falls into an area where you can no longer submit it to the insurance, and maybe it falls into untimely filing. Let's say something simple like they got the address wrong and didn't correct it in enough time, and maybe it was a 30-day timely filing issue, and now the healthcare organization cannot get paid. Well... In that environment, in that situation, it looks like, well, what were they thinking? You know, they were trained. I don't understand why they would make such a simple mistake. It now caused uh, financial issues. And now I'm the manager that has to deal with this issue and go to my superiors and then say that, look what Jane did or look what this one did or that one did. So now I have to take the responsibility of this. Well, I say to you, um, isn't that what leadership is about? See, sometimes I think we think that leadership is about not taking responsibility. Leadership is actually about taking responsibility of your part, of your process, and that includes the people that report directly to you. So if someone's having an issue and it's a financial issue and a mistake was made, then it's also that leader who bears the responsibility, not just the person who performed the error. And if we look at the characteristic of Thor, if we think about leader protector, then we have our answer on how we're supposed to handle every single issue, every single mistake, every single circumstance. We have to handle it from a certain perspective. Because again, our staff is actually a reflection. Those around us, those that we hire, and even if we didn't hire them and they work for us and we train them or we speak to them or we interact with them on a regular basis, they are a reflection of us. So if they're not looked at in a positive light, then that means that we are not either because there must be a deficiency with the leader. Any team especially a healthcare team, needs to ensure that the staff that's reporting to them, that leader needs to ensure that they are protecting them, that they're guarding them, that they're taking responsibility for the things that go on. We have to look at it in a way of patient care because really and truly, it really goes right back to patient care. The patient won't get the proper services. They won't get what they need if the practice is in a deficit. And if the practice doesn't have people that work there that are really happy to be there or really want to be there, then the patient suffers again because you have poor customer service. So on every end of it, it goes back to patient care. So as healthcare leaders, if you are listening to this and just 
from being in the field for several years, we have to understand to own our process, to own what we have responsibility over. And you will watch and see the change in that person. Just some thoughts to meditate on. Now, let's move into the second part of what we're going to look at. Let's look at kings do not seek out war, but they prepare for it. Well, this was something that was told to Thor by his father, Odin. He gave him some words of wisdom. And that's really basically saying... You don't go into a fight. You don't start a fight. You're not seeking to do anything like that. But in the midst of that, you understand that war is imminent. So you must prepare for it. So he was giving him that principle. And we too must be very forward thinking. Very on the cusp thinking. Very change and transformational type of thinking. Because we understand there's so much change in the healthcare environment. So we have to prepare for those things. We have to anticipate those things. And we have to anticipate that things are not going to go always smooth. Today they could pass a law. Tomorrow they could change it. We've had, you know, health insurance changes. Um, There was a time when you couldn't get health insurance, even if you live with your parents. And then that was changed to until the age of 25 when... You know, the Obama administration was in and then certain things are now taken out and then changed and taken out and then changed. So we have a lot of transition going on. So we have to know that things are not going to be always be smooth, but we have to take a stance to be prepared. We have to prepare a healthcare organization for the changes and transitions up ahead. We have to prepare them for artificial intelligence. We cannot no longer bury our head in the sand and think that these things won't affect the way that the practices do business. And for those that don't understand what artificial intelligence is, it is really the computer going in and pulling data out of the progress note and beginning to make a medical record and make a chart note and make ICD-10 and diagnostic statements based around certain keywords that are going to be pulled out of the medical records. You see, I mean, a lot of places are using artificial intelligence right now. Social media platforms are using it to get algorithms. Um, so healthcare is just one other place that is moving into this environment. So we're leaving the EHR stage and we're going into something called artificial intelligence. So does that mean everything is going to go well? Does that mean everything is going to be perfect? Does that mean that you're not going to have any issues or problems with how the information is transcribed, with what needs to be done, with computer setup, with clearing houses, with data exchange, You have a lot of components that really have to be considered as we go forward into these healthcare trends. So back to kings do not seek out war, but they prepare for it. Are you preparing for the imminent changes in healthcare? Is your practice prepared to undergo ICD-11? Are you prepared for the changes? Are you anticipating them and are you prepared for them? So any healthcare organization has to come to the place 
where they begin to prepare. You can't run into everything. You can't fix everything. And wisdom says not to run into everything and not to fix everything. But you have to prepare for what you see on the horizon. And if we look at what Thor did to prepare, we see really a very strategic strategy. So in this particular case, Thor and Loki were escaping from Sekar in Thor Ragnarok. Thor and Loki were working together to escape from this planet. But when they arrived at the ship that they had to leave on, Loki, of course, his mischievous self, clones himself and tries to turn Thor in. And it's like, wait a minute, hold up. Wasn't we just working together? I thought that we were working together to get out of here. Now you just took a left turn. Thor anticipating this betrayal. So it wasn't a shock to him. It wasn't a surprise for him. The changes that's happening, the things that's going on, it should not be a surprise. It should not be a shock. He had already put an electric shock device on Loki's back when Loki had not noticed. When Loki goes to turn, Thor then activates this device and Loki is electrocuted repeatedly to the point where he cannot move. This is when Thor tells him that he could change and be more and be better than he used to be, but he just wants to stay the same and remain the god of mischief. Then Thor escapes from Sekor without Loki. You see, sometimes you have to move forward even when there are challenges. And sometimes you have to leave things behind and you're going to have to leave people behind that are in your organization that have old mindsets. You have to be that change agent in the healthcare environment. You have to be the one that promotes the change. As a leader, you have to be the one that heralds that change. Because as things approach, we'll find people that we really were working very close with, that they're not prepared for these changes, and then they kind of get held back, or, or even we, we don't want to say the certain things because we've been through a lot of downsizing and cutting. We don't want anyone to lose their positions, but when you don't anticipate these things, then there becomes to be a lot of loss. So Loki lost out, you know, obviously because, you know, he tried to do things mischievous and he was kind of hindering the progress of them to be released. So Thor had to anticipate that act and then in turn escaped. So we really have to escape the future challenges that we are facing in healthcare. Many people sometimes they ask, they say, well, am I going to lose my position? Am I going to lose my job? There's a real concern with healthcare administration. There's also a concern with those that have RHITs, RHIAs, those that are on the higher end of the healthcare environment. And what I say a lot of times to people is that if you are not preparing yourself, then when the change comes, you're not going to be part of the wave that goes into the new change. So coders and billers and healthcare administrators and revenue cycle leaders and different um, healthcare administration um, components, quality assurance, um, auditing. I mean, really the changes affect a wide variety of healthcare positions. Are you developing your skills? 
and not just your skills, not just your coding skills, not just knowing how to put an ICD-10 code on something, knowing how to read a progress note, knowing how to put a CPT code somewhere. Are you developing strategic skills, skills that will set you apart as a leader? Because really, you need strategic leadership understanding to navigate the new field. And you're going to need another degree of health IT. Because really, as we transition forward, that's really where everything is leaning towards. So it may not be um, the type of forward motion that we're thinking of. While other positions will still be around, And there is a benefit to get certified because the certifications that you receive qualify you to be able to take certain positions. If we look all throughout the different websites, we look through Munster, we look through LinkedIn, we look through the insurance companies, they are still requiring that coders, that billers, that revenue cycle managers, supervisors, leaders, administration, quality assurance, compliance, have certain credentials. We're still seeing CCS. We're still seeing CCSP. We're still seeing CPMA, Certified Professional Medical Auditor. We're still seeing Certified Coding Specialist. So we can anticipate the changes. We still need to move forward, but we need to develop soft skills. We need to develop critical and analytical skills. We need to develop project management skills because right now in healthcare, Project management is going to be very, very important. You know, multi-site rollouts, multi-site sharing of data and information. So we want to prepare ourselves as those in the healthcare environment to anticipate the change, expect it, and now move to prepare ourselves in that vein. That was a lot. That was a mouthful, I know, but I just wanted to give you some uh, tips on how to really prepare yourself from, you know, as you move forward. And the third and final thing we're going to be discussing is a leader's anger and uh, self-control. We want to talk about how in environments that are very stressful, in environments where you have to multitask continually, There are high levels of stress, and we have to manage this appropriately. We don't take out any mental health aspect of it. We're not downplaying anything. But we have to understand that a healthcare leader, you know, deals with several different demands. Whether if someone in an emergency department or an urgent care center or outpatient facility, their main and primary thing is going to be patient care. Their primary thing is going to be to make sure that the patients are being taken care of. They're gonna make, they wanna make sure the offices are run appropriately. They wanna make sure the bottom line is being met and they're also profitable so that they can stay in business. So there are many things that are going on mentally in the head of someone who is in the healthcare arena. And we'd like to say, you know what? It's all about patient care. And it is, that should be the basis and foundation of everything. So I definitely say patient care is at the top priority. But we do have to really understand that in terms of insurance companies, in terms of administration in offices and outpatient facilities, that 
patient care is a portion and then there is an administrative an administrative burden sometimes that that many practices many um, healthcare organizations face so we want to talk about how to properly handle our anger and remain self-controlled so let's look at Thor again we're going to look at another um, situation that he encountered um, Thor had the responsibility of succeeding his father and he was to be crowned king of Asgard and at this particular juncture the frost giants were the gods enemies and they had a treaty and that treaty said you know what we are never going to invade the palace but unfortunately they didn't follow it and they invaded the palace anyway so Thor just lost it Thor chose to respond with complete brutality his anger was at an all-time high I mean he could not get control of himself so because of his actions and because it was so horrific he actually was banished to the realm of the earth and he lost his right to then be crowned king of Asgard we have to understand that there there's loss when we think about anger and self-control. There's loss that's experienced when we go into these areas and we don't understand that there's repercussions for our actions. In this particular scenario, you have Thor who actually lost his place and his position because he could not control himself. So we really have to take the approach and understand in those stressful situations when we are in a healthcare setting in those situations where the patient is at the front office or they're coming to the window to gain help but we're on the phone with the insurance company and we're checking another patient in and we're in the computer entering data and we're also trying to listen to what someone else says and we're calling in prescriptions I mean it's just so many things that are going on at one time and we have to multitask we have to stop and we have to find a way to control our emotions sometimes we can remove ourselves from the situation we can take a five-minute walk other times we have to understand how to manage that anger in that given moment and there are times that we just need to say I need help and that is our controlling our anger to be able to say I need help. I am asking for help. And this brings me to my next point. A good rule of thumb in a practice in any healthcare organization is to ensure not just that you have a proper job description on file for a person, but that the people that you have are suited for the positions that you've given them and that at each stage you're evaluating their skills and abilities. Cross training is essential. No one person can take on each role, but together and cohesively, the office can run when others are trained in different areas. It's a known fact that, that other people that are trained, even in other areas and department, they grow faster than someone who's just doing a task all the time. And you have to be able to discern who in your organization is able to take that on. So I would encourage you, to not just look at job descriptions, not just box your employees in in a healthcare facility, but to begin to really 
look and see how you can add cross training and adding help and there's other techniques and tools that you can use to get help into your organization as well so this really sums it up um, and I really enjoyed our time together and I'm just gonna do a little recap and that recap is point number one the leader protector protect those that you have as your employees Point number two, kings do not seek out war, but they prepare for it. Are you preparing for the upcoming changes? And anger and self-control issues. Are you overworked? Are you stressed? Is there constant um, anger and emotional turmoil? Find out what you need to do in your healthcare organization to better balance out that company so that some of the stress can be alleviated. And also, too, a way that you can handle and maintain that stress because in healthcare facilities, we understand that there is a measure or level of stress that others in different fields don't encounter, but the healthcare leader does. So I just want to thank you. I want to encourage you to join in next week. We're going to be continuing our discussion on Thor. Next week's topic, what you don't want to miss, is going to be Thor leadership failures we're going to talk about the failure of leadership we're going to talk about healthcare failures we're going to look at some companies that had some you know difficulties and how they bounce back or how they didn't bounce back and what can your organization do to help to go through those healthcare failures successfully you don't want to miss it make it a great day